Hey, Crusaders, you're out there listening to the Crusade Channel right now. Did you know that you could be watching the Crusade Channel? That's right, Crusade Channel TV is a real thing, but you'll need an upgrade in order to watch it. So why not upgrade to Founding Brother, Founding Father, or Crusader today? Go to crusadechannel.com forward slash upgrade. Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Epic Times, America's new hometown newspaper of record. Used and endorsed by Mike Church, the Epic Times is journalism you can count on. Subscribe today at crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Here's what to listen for this hour. EU coal rebound smaller than feared in 2022 energy crunch. Inflation and the economy were tied for the hottest issues of the year. That was last year. But now, Americans are more concerned about something else. President Trump vows to take back our schools from the radical left. Another television icon has passed away, and it seems like a lot of money for a crappy painting, even if it is a Van Dyke. EU coal rebound smaller than feared in 2022 energy crunch, our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. European coal-fueled power generation climbed last year as countries scrambled to replace Russian gas, but the increase was smaller than feared as renewable energy helped to plug the gap, researchers said on Tuesday. Russia, Europe's former top gas supplier, slashed deliveries to the European Union following its February 2022 invasion of Ukraine, plunging the 27-country bloc into a crisis of scarce energy supplies and soaring power prices. It's important to not underestimate the power of coal-fueled power generation. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Americans now say that a lack of leadership from Biden and the Congress is the country's biggest problem, outpacing inflation, the immigration crisis, and the state of the economy, according to a poll released yesterday. Despite Americans getting socked in the wallet, the government poor leadership took over the number one spot from inflation over the past year, with 21% of Americans naming it as the most important problem facing this country today, compared to the 15% who said so last year. Inflation and the economy came in last year as the top two issues tied at 16% each, followed by the government at 15%, immigration at 8%, and unifying the country at 6%, but again, now 21% of Americans name the government in poor leadership. President Donald Trump stepped up his presidential campaign efforts on January 26th by proposing several key changes to public education, asserting radical left maniacs had overtaken the system. Laying out his plans in a video posted to his Truth Social and Rumble accounts, Trump pledged to restore the authority of American parents over how their children are educated. First, we will cut out federal funding for any school or program pushing critical race theory, gender ideology, or other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content onto our children, Trump vowed. We're not going to allow it to happen, he added, noting that he would instruct the Departments of Justice and Education to open civil rights investigations into school districts that had engaged in racial discrimination. The Marxism being preached in our schools is also totally hostile to Judeo-Christian teachings, Trump said, and in many ways, it's resembling an established new religion, 
can't allow that to happen. For this reason, my administration will aggressively pursue potential violations of the Establishment Clause and the Free Exercise Clause of the Constitution. Cindy Williams, who played Shirley opposite Penny Marshall's Laverne on the popular sitcom Laverne and Shirley Has Died, her family announced on Monday. Williams died in Los Angeles at the age of 75 after a brief illness. Her children, Zach and Emily Hudson, said in a statement released through a family spokesperson. Williams also starred in director George Lucas's 1973 film American Graffiti and director Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation in 1974. I met her here in Kansas City at the New Dinner Theater just a few years ago. She stayed afterward and talked with my mother, daughter, and me with no indication of having somewhere else she needed to be. She really was lovely. Our quote of the day, Disorder in society is the result of disorder in the family. St. Angela Marici. And our saint of the day, patron of young apprentices and Catholic publishing, his theory of education might do well in today's schools. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. You know, we have a website that hardly any of you visit. Let me tell you what it's called, upontheserocks.co. Now, why should you visit it? Well, you will find the New Christendom Business and Trade Directory, and you should go there and you should enter your business or trade in the directory or one that you use. Then you'll also find everything you ever wanted to know about our Congresses, but we're afraid to ask the tapes from 2021 and 2022. And that includes, yes, the upcoming 2023 Congress. That's upontheserocks.co. Our saint of the day is St. John Bosco. His theory of education could well be used in today's schools. It was a preventative system, rejecting corporal punishment and placing students in surroundings removed from the likelihood of committing sin. He advocated frequent reception of the sacraments of penance and Holy Communion. He combined catechetical training and fatherly guidance, seeming to unite the spiritual life with one's work, study, and play. He was encouraged himself during his youth in Turin to become a priest so he could work with young boys and was ordained in 1841. His service to young people started when he met a poor orphan in Turin and instructed him in preparation for receiving Holy Communion. He then gathered young apprentices and taught them catechism. And after serving as chaplain in a hospice for working girls, John Bosco opened the oratory of St. Francis de Sales for boys. Several wealthy and powerful patrons contributed money, enabling him to provide two workshops for the boys, shoemaking and tailoring. By 1856, the institution had grown to 150 boys and had added a printing press for publication of religious and catechetical pamphlets. John's interest in vocational education and publishing justify him as patron of young apprentices and Catholic publishers. In 1854, he and his followers informally banded together, inspired by St. Francis de Sales. With Pope Pius IX's encouragement, John gathered 17 men and founded the Salazans in 1854. Their activity concentrated on education and mission work. Today, we remember St. John Bosco. It seems like a lot of money for such a crappy painting, writes the New York Post, and they aren't wrong. An Anthony Van Dyke piece found in a shed in upstate New York has sold for a staggering $3.1 million at auction. The long-lost work was auctioned off at Sotheby's Master Paintings Part 1 sale on Thursday, alongside other notable pieces. 
including one by Titian. The oil sketch, which dates back to between 1615 and 1618, was reportedly a live model study for the Flemish master's opus, St. Jerome with an Angel, which is currently on display in Amsterdam. It depicts an elderly naked man slouched on a stool with his face shrouded in shadow and his lean musculature clearly defined. Well, art collector Albert B. Roberts had originally discovered the ritzy rough draft entitled A Study for St. Jerome in a Shed in Kinderhook, New York. And while the back of the canvas was riddled with bird droppings, the art aficionado identified it as a Dutch Golden Age painting and purchased it for $600. Roberts had his find authenticated in 2019 by art historian Susan Barnes, who recognized the template as a surprisingly well-preserved work by Van Dyck. The oil sketch is an impressive and important find that helps us understand more about the artist's method as a young man, she wrote. And apparently, bird droppings were no deterrent. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.